When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before we start, I wanted to let you know that you can listen to episodes of Please Tell Me a Story ad-free by subscribing to the show on Apple Podcasts. You can start your free trial now by clicking Try Free at the top of the Please Tell Me a Story show page in the Apple Podcasts app. Helen, mm. please tell me your story. Sakisa, yeah. this is my story. I'm excited. Hello, I'm Ahmed Jalili and welcome to Please Tell Me a Story, a show where six funny people tell each other the same story over and over and over again. Sakisa. Kai. Sean. Abby. Ahmed, please tell me a story. This is a story that was just told to me by Helen. She told Sakisa. Who told Kai. Who told Sean. Told to Abby, who's told me. Me. Yours truly. Me. Simple? I don't know what that is. I don't know what it either, but I was too okay. embarrassed to say it. I'm glad you said it. <laughs> this week it's time to don my corsage, because I'm off to the ball. Over to you, maestro. Thank you, Ahmed. You're right, we're off to the ball. Or, as they call it in the States, prom. As this week, it's Helen Bower's turn to tell the story, and she is going for a teenage rom-com. Please tell me a story. Helen, mm. please tell me your story. Sakisa, yeah. this is my story. I'm excited. The year 2007. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Umbrella by Rihanna has filled the sound waves. I am attending prom in a small business hotel in Farnborough. Are you getting this? I feel like you are. I have a group of friends to go with, and after a lot of organising and stress, we have figured out that we need two limos. Black, not pink, because we're desperate to be classy, and the pink ones are already rented. It was a whole thing. We are all meeting at Lisa's house for pre-drinks and photos before we go. The only problem is I don't have a date, and despite all of me and my mates in February agreeing that we were going as a group of mates, some of my buds have actually got in relationships since then. In Farnsbury? Farnsbury? Farnborough! Farnborough, sorry. But we're in fleet. That doesn't matter. But Right, listen, because that's embarrassing. (laughs) Okay. Some of them have got dates because they've been going out with them for like already a month. It's pure madness. And the boys I fancy obviously have dates. Well, everyone apart from one. Because I have been in love with Chris since I was 12 years old. I have asked him out a total of six times in year eight, which is crazy confident when you think about it to be 12 years old and to go up to a guy and be like, oh my God, be my boyfriend. And he was like, uh, no, you're gross. And I was like, okay, cool, see you in two months. I do get now why he said no, because he's gay. So it'd been four years since I had last asked Chris out and prom was the perfect excuse for me to go in again. And we were like great friends and his parents were like, in love with me. They were obsessed with me. Main reason because he drank like a full bottle of supermarket brand vodka at Ellie and Katie's joint 18th. And he got completely paralytic. And being the fun, responsible kid I was, I called his parents to pick him up and I took care of him. He was in our group of friends, so already in the limo, but I needed to secure him as a date for the photos on entry and so someone could dance with me to the absolute banger of I Bet You Look Good on the Dance Floor by the Arctic Monkeys and obviously You're Beautiful by James Blunt. 
So I put some feelers out there with a couple of buds to find out what his plan was and I worked out that he was available. And after school one day, I was like, I'm just gonna mention in front of him and his mum that it'd be super cute if me and him went together. And somehow through those feelers and brief chat with his mum, I made the assumption that we were going on a date. Something that Chris has now made clear that he was not aware of that we were going on a date, but I was. Because I was on cloud nine. I was going my year eight crush. His mum called me and checked what color my dress was so we could wear matching corsages. Are you dying? I died, I was so excited. And, and I needed the hope because basically, sideline, this entire time, this other boy I fancy, James, basically going with a girl I knew, and I was like really fancied him properly at this point. So I was just like, I was Farnsbury. Farnborough! Farnborough is an actual place, northeast Hampshire. Farnborough. This is so easy. I don't know how this is hard for you. Farnborough. Farnborough. Idiot. Anyway, I was going with Chris, and then James was hosting a big after party. So I'd still have a chance with James because you never know what's going to happen with the girl, right? Blah, 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 blah. We arrive at Lisa's for the pre-drinks. Remember Lisa? Mm -hmm. Because we're going to a town called... Farnborough. And we're at Lisa's for pre-drinks and Chris has no tie, but his mum chases him in and he goes bright red because he needs to match his tie with my dress and she has literally brought options with her. She makes him give me a flower for my wrist and he is clearly livid and embarrassed and I'm just like, oh my God, he is so in love with me because the gay penny was like completely like nothing I was aware of at this point. We do a full photo shoot and I'm talking back to back crotch to crotch, leaning into each other, looking into his eyes, the full whack. I am so in love. I hit the pre-drinks hard. I'm young, I'm drunk, and I'm in love. I dry hump him on the dance floor, but like dry humping, like. <laughs> James Blunt, which is not easy to do, but I was very focused and he was very- I'm beautiful. It's hard, it's a hard song to dry hump to, but when you're focused, you can do it, okay? I was telling everyone at prom that I, I guess me and Chris are a couple now. Uh, my first boyfriend. He kept trying to leave me to perform the pussycat doll dance routines with some guys, but that's just classic him. What's my boyfriend like? Uh, definitely straight. The night ended with me passed out at James's, being sick into my own hand, like high-fiving my own sick. And later found out that Chris used that moment to fool around with my mate's date. It was a good night and I still can't hear you're beautiful without thinking about my first love. In Farnborough. In Farnborough. And uh, that is exactly how it goes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Fucking hate you. <laughs> that was good, no? <laughs> Roll credits. I said that would be like a teenage rom-com, but on reflection, it's actually much more real. School dances usually end in tears or vomit, don't they? Sakisa was very fixated on remembering that first detail of where the story was set, but has she remembered anything else? <laughs> Sakisa, please tell me a story. My pleasure. This is a story that was just told to me by Helen. Now, it's 2007. My Beijing friend, Rihanna. Basic my, friend. No, my Beijing. Oh, right, Beijing. My heritage is Barbados. She's Beijing. Forget it. This is Helen's story. It is Helen's story, but I'm just saying that it's a good song. Oh, right, okay. Okay. Okay, right. So, Beijing friend, remember that? No, 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 don't remember that. <laughs> okay, just, it's 2007. Let's start again. It's 2007. Yeah. Definitely put that. Yeah. Rihanna is popping in the charts. Helen is going to the prom. 
in Farnborough. Okay. Yeah, Farnborough. 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 <laughs> yeah. Say that again. <laughs> you start. She's going to the prom in Farnborough. <laughs> One more time. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to the prom in Farnborough. Yeah. <laughs> and she has made an agreement with all of her friends that they were going to go together. And she goes to her friend's house and it turns out they've all got dates which is really annoying because they've already been dating for like a month with their boyfriends right. so Helen now needs a date for the prom right yeah so she's like putting out the feelers out there who's single who's available and then she realises that she could ask her friend Chris who she's known since she was like really really young when she she used to ask him out every single like six Weeks when she was 12 years old. Every six weeks. Every six weeks, she would ask him out. Right. Um, and he would just be like, oh, no, you're whatever. You're no, I'm not going to date you. And she's like, oh, I'll see you in another six weeks. Chris sounds like a prick. Yeah, Chris is a prick, basically. Right. But she's known him since he's 12. It's obviously prom. Maybe he's changed his mind a few years later. Okay. So she puts out the feelers. She speaks to his mum. <laughs> and she finds out that how Chris is not seeing anyone and Chris is available for the prom. So his yeah. mum is basically like, yes, he's available. You lot can go to the prom together. So in Helen's head, she's like, we're going for this date because she obviously needs a date for the prom because she really wants to go to the prom to have someone to dance with on the dance floor to songs like I Bet You Look Good on the Dance Floor and You're Beautiful. What's this called? You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Right. Okay. So it's very important for her to have that important moment mm. with this song. So Chris's mum is like, yeah, we can hook you two up to go to the um, prom. Let me know Chris what colour... pimping out her son. Yeah. Let right. me know what colour your dress is. Right. Because her, her mum wants to make sure his uh, croissage matches her dress. You know, the right. croissant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the croissant matches the dress. So his mum's got all the details. They turn up to her friend's Lisa, Lisa's house. Right. Yeah. So they all turn up at Lisa's house to get ready for this prom. Right. Okay. They're all getting ready. Chris's mum is there as well. They're taking pictures. They're like twerking on each other in the pictures. Chris's mum. No, no. Lisa's mum. No. <laughs> Fuck. Chris's mum yeah. is there. Yeah. Yeah, Chris is turned up to the house at right. Lisa's house. Lisa's house, yeah, okay. Lisa's house. They're taking the pre-prom pictures. Right. So Helen Bauer and Chris right. are taking the pre-prom pictures. Okay. Yeah. So the po normal poses, crotch to crotch, all of that. Mm. They're taking those pictures. Crotch to crotch, a standard couple pose, well remembered. Let's see what happens when we get to the prom. I think Sakiza might be struggling. And. Helen, basically... I think we've got a new Kai on this series. Honestly. No, no, we haven't. We haven't. Right. Helen gets very excited. Obviously, she's at the prom with all her friends. And the song comes on. And she has a moment. She dances with him on the dance floor to wow. You're Beautiful. Right. And very, very excited. Very excited to have that moment. However, the night ends with her getting wasted and her not remembering most of the night. And it turns out that Chris used that opportunity to finger someone else, or not finger, sorry, to make out with someone else. <laughs> 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 to 
<laughs> don't say finger. Making out with someone else because a few days, a few years later, it turns out that Chris is actually gay. Uh, uh, wait, who did he finger? No, he didn't finger. No, he didn't finger. No <laughs> one made out. Made out with someone else. A guy. Whoever. She's, she just said she made out with someone else. Okay. Helen he just said, said he was gay. Like, yeah. So like, in a few. So after the prom, it turns out a few years later, it turns out Chris is gay. Okay. So every time she hears, um, you're beautiful, right. it just reminds her of the fact that she's turned someone gay. And that's exactly how it goes. That was a hell of a story. <laughs> well, I remember you know what? <laughs> I think I did quite well. Despite correcting herself from saying that Chris fingered someone to saying he made out with someone, experience tells me that sneaky little addition might wheedle its way into the story to stay. But Sakisa nailed the location of the story. It absolutely was in Farnborough. Now it's Kai's turn to play storyteller. How will he fare? Okay, Sean. So. I have to say my line. Okay. Wait for the line. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Give it to Here me. Here we go. <laughs> Come on, oh, Sean. That's big expectation now. Okay. <sighs> Kai, please tell me a story. Okay, Sean. So, this is Helen's story that she told Takisa, who then in turn told me. Right, brace yourself. So, mm-hmm. it's 2007. Oh, yeah. Sakisa said, This is my Blasian friend. You don't have to say that, but that's what <laughs> she said. Um, so, it's 2007, and Helen and her friends are all going to go to the prom in Farnborough. Okay. Skeezer said that many times. Prom in Farnborough. Right, right. They are about, it's going to be lit, right? And they're like, look, we're just going to go as a girl, a group of girls and all that. Mm-hmm. But then what happens is Helen then finds out that her mates are all bringing dates. They didn't tell her. Oh and there's people that have been dating and she is furious, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. She's like, what the hell? I want to, you know, I thought we were going as a group of mates and all that. Uh, anyway, so basically Helen really fancied this guy called Chris or Gary? I'm going to go with Chris, I think. Okay. I think Chris. Okay. And um, for ages, proper chirps on, but this is a bit sad, but Helen always like asked him out, but she just got mugged off. Oh, no. every day. And apparently she asked him out every six months. Wow, like yeah, clockwork. Like clockwork, yeah, biannually. <laughs> biannually twice a year yeah. or once every two uh, years. Means both. I think, oh, yeah. So she asked him out on a biannual basis. <laughs> like the solstice. Yeah. Time to ask him out again. <laughs> That's what happens. So it's the solstice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Helen just asks Chris out. Okay. But she gets mugged off all the time. And she's like, oh, God, I kind of know this had the heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so randomly, she is, uh, she just like knows Chris's mum. Mm-hmm. And Chris's mum's basically like trying to pimp her son out, really. Like okay. They're basically like in this weird coots where Chris's mum's like, Oh, don't you worry. I like. I'll enable this. You know, right. enable's probably got negative connotations. Straight. <laughs> but but, but uh, just like kind of plan this yeah, thing yeah. out together, and because um, basically it's a big thing for Alan, apparently that her prom dress had to match his corsage, right? Corsage. Yeah, no, I didn't even I know, know that. I didn't I even know that word. Don't know what that is. I don't know what it went either. But I was too okay. embarrassed to say. So I'm glad you said it. Now I feel more confident. I don't know what corsage is, but I was like, okay. So okay. hopefully that is a, uh, an actual word. <laughs> <laughs> or is it course? No, no, never mind. Yeah, I thought is it was corsage. It's a corsage. They yeah. won't help us, I guess. Yeah, okay. Should we say corsage? She... Okay, I was definitely you. told corsage. Uh, right, I will say corsage. And hopefully, yeah, because I was thinking corsage. It's corsage, yeah, yeah, isn't it? Is okay, uh, say corsage. Just a couple of blokes talking corsage versus corsage. 
Let's don our crossages and get on the dance floor. They then go to the prom, mm-hmm. right? Um, oh, yeah, because about that time, uh, Arctic Monkeys, Bet You Look Good on the Dance Floor okay. was on. Apparently, don't have a sound clip for that. And uh, sure. But there was one song. I was like, this is my moment or I still love you or something, which should sound a little bit like. Do you know this song? I don't, actually, but yeah, I don't know, I'm either. enjoying it. Yeah, Crossage, this is not my... I don't get any <laughs> of the references. Anyway, she's like really looking forward to this dance and uh, the song comes on. <laughs> And where's Chris? Chris is nowhere to be seen because he's fingering someone. Oh, my God. And then, a few years later, he turns out to be gay. So every time Helen hears this <laughs> song, he, she's like, oh, my God, this is the song that made Chris go gay. <laughs> and that is exactly how it goes, Sean. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot. Of, I Packed so much in I, the I, last, like, paragraph there. <laughs> they were let up, and then it was wow. just like... Like two twists in yeah. the space of one sentence. Yeah. Okay. Um, we don't know. Uh, yeah, he might not have fingered it. We don't know who was the fingery. You've probably got a lot of questions. I had the same questions. Yeah. I think I did pretty well. I'm just going to put that out there. Okay. I did all right. Yeah. Well put. A lot of action in a final sentence, leaving us with a lot of questions. And as predicted, the fingering has been cemented into the story. We've lost James Blunt's You're Beautiful, but instead they're dancing to one of his lesser known hits. What was it again, Kai? This is my moment or I still love you or something. Sean, over to you. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Are you ready? I'm going to spill the tea like you wouldn't believe. Spill the tea. Oh, it's everywhere. Spill the tea, bitch. (laughs) Stop. Sean, please tell me a story. (laughs) Okay, Abby, this is Helen's story. Mm -hmm. Helen, who told Sakiza, who told Kai, who told yours truly. Here we go. The year is 2007. Hit it. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes! Cast your mind back to those oh. days. Oh, I thought we were going to get that throughout. Okay. No, I know it would have been, That's would a have shame. been nice, but oh well. It's, it's 2007 and Helen and all her mates are getting ready for a big prom in Farnborough, right? Okay. It's the big famous prom that everyone goes to. It's oh, the biggest shit. event of the year. Shit's going down. And they're all, they can't wait for this. And it's, it's at first it seems like it's going to be a huge girls' night out. You know, no drama, none of that bullshit. Uh-huh. Until a week and, uh, before the prom it turns out that all her mates are bringing fellas with oh them they're all bringing God. lads bringing dates and she thinks what am I going to do but there is somebody she kept in mind there is a guy a beau uh, a fella called Chris I believe who um, like clockwork she had been asking out twice a year up until this point without any success every time he would mug her off and it wouldn't happen Okay. so she thought I'm going to have to pull some strings here I don't know, I, I, I can't think of anyone else. So, luckily, she has a good relationship with Chris's mum, randomly. Um, and Chris's mum is, like, all for it. She's pimping out her son. She's like, yeah. It's the way to go. Uh, yeah, Going yeah, yeah. through the back entrance. You know? Yes, <laughs> that's the way to put it. Ka- mm-hmm. Kai described this as uh, she was happy to enable this, which sounds like a really negative way of putting it, but that's basically... That's she fi- She's a fixer in this relationship scenario. And... Uh, Whatever happened, she 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 pulled his leg. She pulled his leg. That's she the wrong phrase. Him. <laughs> yeah, uh, she convinced him, however, to to go with Helen to this prom. Uh, but it was very important that Helen's prom dress, the color of Helen's prom dress, match Chris's corsage. 
of course. I, I think I know what that is. Um, Kai called it a crossage, and I was like, "Do you mean a corsage?" I okay. don't know. I'm going to stick with corsage. Okay? I think corsage is correct. Yeah. What's so, a corsage? I don't know. You don't but know. But I know it's involved in suits and proms on, and that kind guess. of thing. Is it Have the a thing there? The what? The flowery thing. Nice. Yeah, is that it? It is. Yes. Okay, I learned something today. You break those gender norms. <laughs> <laughs> See, I know things. Anyway, they got it right. They got the matching outfits, blah, blah, blah. And eventually, the day of the big uh, prom comes around. They all go to Lisa's house to get their pre-prom photos. Uh, and, uh, oh, it's about this time that uh, Helen is very obsessed with this Arctic Monkey song that goes little like this. That's very romantic. It's all about something Ooh! to do with, like, being... Are we legally allowed to play this? I feel like... Is this not actually I, the song? Is that just I don't like know. Yeah, it's I had a feeling. A like, oh, Arctic off. Monkeys are sounding very YouTube audio library free music. Um, Works for me. Yeah, close Can't enough. Can't tell the difference. Listener, the astute amongst you might have realised that isn't the start of James Blunt's You're Beautiful. Shoot us. We don't have the permissions. But thanks for giving the game away, Sean. Let's skip to the very dramatic last paragraph, shall we? But it's at this moment where she goes to look for Chris to finally have that romantic kiss. Yeah. She can't find him anywhere. <gasps> where is he? Turns out he's off fingering someone no! else. <laughs> Straight to fingering! Straight to fingering. No foreplay! I no. guess fingering is foreplay. I guess. But still pretty intense it's considering... Not really though, guys. It was somebody else's date we as like well. like a bit of chat. And then, you almost spoiled it as well. Turns out, a few years later, uh, that Chris is gay. He uh, is! Yeah. He is! Fair play, you predicted it. Called it. Uh, so good for him. Um, I don't know no what he's up is to that now. No concerned about matching the colour Yeah, the I dress. mean, the signs were there, I guess. And uh, and I think... It was either that or coercive behaviour. So. Yeah. And I, I think that's the end of the story. Um, so yeah, Abby, that's exactly how it went. Wait, can I... I got distracted by being right. <laughs> Who was the girl that got finger blasted? I don't know. Oh, that's the thing. Sorry, I should add this on. We don't know who it was. The, the big question mark on the end. Wow. Yeah, quite the roller coaster. I enjoyed that. You know it's coming, but it's still such a dramatically teenage end. So at the end of that, Arctic Monkeys are now playing James Blunt ripoffs, and Sean's learnt what a corsage is. Abby, over to you. So, Abby, please tell me a story. Okay, Ahmed, this is Helen's story. Um, who told Kisa, who told Kai, who told Sean, who told me. Okay. And this is how it goes. Okay. It's 2007. Hit it. Feeling it? Yes, you feeling I am. 2007? Feeling the vibes? Very good. It's prom, okay? Prom. Prom. They're having in a England? Big, yep, they're having a big do in Farnborough. Okay. The plan was for it just to be girls' night. But then um, it, it comes to light that they've all invited boys. Bad thing to do, okay? okay. For, a prom, for a girls' night out. <laughs> for yeah. a girls' night, you don't, don't do invite it. the boys, right. right? They've all invited the boys. So Helen's like, right, I've got to find a date. Um, and there is this guy, she's always had a crush on. Like clockwork, uh, always asks him out about twice a year. He always says no. Okay. The guy's called Chris. Um, and where is this? Do we know where this is? No. Didn't say. Okay. Wasn't told. Right. I assume in Fleet. Because Helen does not shut up about it. Okay, all right, good. <laughs> um, so 
Helen's like, okay, how can I get this guy, Chris, to go to prom with me? Okay. Luckily, she's in with his mum. So the mum kind of convinces Chris to take Helen to prom. And it's really important to Chris that Helen's dress matches his corsage. Corsage meaning? The little flowery thing Thing that goes on there. (coughs) Okay. Blazer. And at the time, Helen was obsessed with an Arctic monkey song that goes a little like this. And she desperately wanted to dance with Chris at the prom to that song. Um, So they go to Lisa's, her friend Lisa, to do all pre-prom get ready. And then they go to prom and the song comes on. And Helen's like, where's Chris? Right? This is my moment. This is it. I want to slow dance to him. I want to kiss him. And then it turns out that Chris isn't there. He's gone. He's off fingering. (laughs) (laughs) It feels wrong to say fingering to Ahmed. (laughs) Whatever happened to fingering? I I miss fingering. That was was a whole... That was very 2007, wasn't it? Okay. So she's off fingering. It it still exists. Still exists. Okay. All right. Good. It still exists, I'm I'm learning something new every day. So he was off fingering her, and then a few years later, turns out he was gay anyway. Wow. Is that... And that's exactly how it goes. (laughs) That's my favourite story of all time. So he... So where is Chris? He was off fingering one of her other friends or just someone else? Someone else's date. We still, to this day, don't know who it was. And the thing was, he's not even had to say he's gay anyway. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That seems pretty straightforward. Okay, I think we could be... That, that sounds pretty... Sim- I, th- I think everyone's getting the same story. It's very clear, very yeah, well told. I, I just got a thumbs up. Really well told. Thank okay, you. good. Thank Omid you. is feeling confident. It's also, quote, my favourite story of all time. That's quite the accolade. Ever read Homer? Ulysses? Not a patch on Helen Bower's prom story, according to Omid Jalili. Okay. So he thinks he's got this story down, but unfortunately, he doesn't know how much of that story is true to the original. And before Omid finds out, he's got to relay it back to our OG, Helen. If, if, if this is anywhere near what the story was that you told, it, I think it's one of my favourite stories I've ever heard. Ahmed, please tell me my story. Hi, Abby. Well, I'm going to tell you the story. Oh, Helen. <laughs> Sorry, I meant, I meant Helen. Excuse me. <laughs> Please keep that in as the ultimate beginning of a story. Fuck up. Sorry again. (laughs) Um, Ahmed, please tell me my story. Thank you, Helen. Well, this is a story that was told to me after you told it to Sakiza, who told it to Kai. I'm I'm imagining there's going to be some kind of disconnect after Kai, because then Kai told it (laughs) to uh, Sean, who then told it to Abby, who's told me. The year is 2007. Mm -hmm. Sound effect. It's a good vibe. I'm feeling that. That to me, that's that's the that's the beat of two thousand seven. It's mm-hmm. prom night. It's prom mm. night. It's your prom night. I, I I asked where, and no one seemed to know where. But I presume it's Fleet because apparently all you do is go on about Fleet. Wow. Okay, that's mad to yeah. me where yeah. that came from. Helen but, okay. goes on about Fleet all the time. That you're from. Are you from Fleet? Unbelievable. I mean, yeah, but like apparently um, you don't stop going on about never it. Never even mentioned it in this room. <laughs> so I don't know where that came from. Well, it's the first time I heard it. It's, it's in Fleet. You're in your <laughs> teens. It's prom night, and you're going to go with a bunch of girls. Uh, but somehow some boys have been invited who shouldn't really be there. So you're now left without a date. You're, you are pressurised now to have a date to go with a boy. Okay. You've, got your, you've had your eye on a boy called Chris, who you've, uh, you've, you've, 
you've asked him out apparently on, on a, a number of occasions mm-hmm. and he's always said no and it's never really happened. Um, so you're a bit trepidatious about asking men, but you have an in, you have an in with Chris's mother. So mm-hmm. through Chris's mother, you arrange for Chris to take you on to the prom. Now, Chris, uh, he's given a stipulation that if he goes with you, that your dress has to match his something, something to do with his corsage, mm-hmm. something to do with what I understand corsage is some kind of um, appendix or flower or some some kind of appendages. Oh, appendages. Or, <laughs> you mean like an appendix. Like, some kind of appendages he needs, okay. like flowers or something uh, that are on his body. Well, but it's nice to be matchy-matchy. He's matchy-matchy. Cute. He yeah. wants to be matchy-matchy with you, and that's great. So, um, so you go along all excited, and um, you, you have a, a favourite Arctic Monkeys song. You've got this music, which in your head... That famous Slow Arctic Monkeys song. It's a Slow Arctic Monkeys <laughs> song. So you're imagining now with Chris, it's finally going to happen. You're going to go on a date. You're going to have some kind of slow dance and a kiss will happen. And it's, Just a kiss. Yeah, and, and it's to this music, to the Arctic Man. Maybe a kiss, maybe more. Uh, oh, it, once again to the sad Arctic Monkeys song. Yeah, we're back to the sad Arctic This is what's happening. So you're going there. You're now going, you're there... The Arctic Monkey song is playing. You are aging it. This is exciting. This is exciting. I've heard of the Arctic Monkeys. I do believe they come from Sheffield. Great. But when you get there, there is no Chris because Chris has disappeared. No. He's not there. Chris, Chris apparently is fingering someone. He's fingering one of your friends, possibly. Now, I thought this was an activity that was confined to the 1970s and early 1980s. Oh, no, you can finger even up to today. Like, it's well, that's really, that's news to me. That's something that, uh, fingering is alive and well. Oh, you yeah, know, it's, in thri- it's thriving, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> Already this is the most extraordinary conversation I've ever had. But, um, and not only... Oh, wait till I tell you about kingering. You're going to lose your kingering. mind. Kingering, okay, yeah. good. Well, I do know as a therapist, there's a friend of mine who, who was gay and I sent him to a therapist and now he's rimming with confidence. Yeah. There you go. I just thought I'd throw that in. It's a terrible joke. He knows what rimming ni- is, guys. 1990s. <laughs> I'll be great if you rim to that but, really nice slow Arctic. But Helen, this, I've been told this is the big reveal at the end that actually Chris came out as gay. And that's how the story goes. One of the best stories I've ever heard. I loved it. Slight slip up from Omid at the start, calling Helen Abby, but on the whole, it was a solid effort. Let's get the gang back in the room to hear the story and the potentially heartbreaking discovery that although fingering is alive and well, according to Omid, it doesn't feature in the original. One, two, three. Helen, please tell us a story. Gladly. The year, 2007. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Umbrella by Rihanna had filled the sound waves. I am attending prom in a small business hotel in Farnborough. Farnborough. What did we say? I don't know. I got fleet back to me with a really bitchy comment from Ovid. I got a really bitchy comment. Don't. We're not even doing this right now. But it's just like all I'm saying is that I got bitchy vibes. Can I just say? No. Can you just calm the fuck down? Okay. (laughs) I was fucking verbally attacked by him, and I said Farnborough, Farnborough. I said several times. I remember Farnborough. I said Farnborough. Yes, please. We've established we're in Farnborough. It made it through all the retellings, but Helen is feeling attacked. Let's hope they don't pick at details of her story again. He got paralytic, and being the fun, responsible kid I was, I called his parents to pick him up, and I took care of him. So, good parent points. I think that's why Chris didn't like you. Okay, (laughs) you need to stop right now, because I'm (laughs) the rest of a whole history that you don't even know about. You called his parents when he'd been drinking. 
Mel and Nick you? were very grateful. <laughs> very <laughs> grateful. Snitched. Helen's a snitch. <laughs> Tell me a story. <laughs> Helen's he was, a snitch. <laughs> he was in our group Snitches of friends. Don't so, get dates. Okay, well, <laughs> snitches do get a date. <laughs> I don't think you're a snitch, Helen. I think you're very responsible. Now, does anyone remember when she dry humped on the dance floor? This didn't make the look cut. Look at me, everyone. Look at me. While no, I do we this. don't want to look at you. Uh, this was, this did not make the cut. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, no one attempted to mimic that. And although it's not the game to omit details, I'm quite glad they did omit that one. I'm just sorry we had to listen to that again just then. Now it's time for the big moment, that incredibly jam-packed final scene. Um, later find out that Chris used that moment to fool around with one of my mates' dates. It was a good night and I still can't hear you're beautiful without thinking about my first love. Aww. And that is how it is. No, no mention of fingering at all. Okay, so where did fingering? Who brought up fingering? And I'm also, I think it's important that everyone knows because I had to live through this. Ahmed knows what rimming is. Yes, yes, I let that out. No mention of fingering in the original, but who inserted it? Well, you'll just have to go back and listen to the whole episode again to find out. If you've done your maths right, you'll have noticed everyone's been in the chair to tell their story. Because that's it for season one. If you've enjoyed it, well, you're in luck. Because we'll be back soon with more mad stories and even madder retellings. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts to listen ad-free. You can start your free trial now by clicking Try Free at the top of the Please Tell Me A Story show page in the Apple Podcasts app. You've been listening to Omid Jalili, Abby Clark, Sean Burke, Kai Samra, Sakiza, and Helen Bauer. This is Please Tell Me a Story. Narrated by Polly Lloyd. The lead producer is Jemima Rathbone. The co-producer is Michael Dale. The assistant producer is Bashak Erten. Sound engineer, Josh Gibbs. Video engineer is James Weller. Production coordinator is Arshan Mohile. Marketing coordinator is Emily Webb. Assistant content producer is Jonathan Imieri. Additional production by Ben Johns, Lois Schaefer, and Abby Brock. Executive producers are Chris Skinner, Alex Lawless, and me, Amit Jalili. Please tell me a story.